1: Today we will look at this week's parsha and how to apply God's word to our lives. First let's pray. Avinu Malkeinu our Father our King. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the season of thanksgiving. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us to be disciples. We thank you, Father, for who you are in our lives, and we're blessed. So, Lord, pour out your Spirit upon us today, upon this radio show, upon all the listeners, that we could exalt you. We could, we could be examples of, of who you want us to be. So, Lord, again, pour out your Spirit. We praise you. And thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, before we get started, I just want to remind you that uh, this week I'd love to send out to you this booklet called uh, Haggadah for the purpose of having home celebrations for Thanksgiving and also Hanukkah. It's a 32-page booklet that will make the true meaning of these two holidays come alive. It even has games and coloring pages. Just think of your normal Thanksgiving meal. Everybody quickly says a prayer, what they're thankful for, and then we eat. Right? However, these holidays should be a time for families to go go way deeper. Bringing God into everything we do is so important. Also, this Haggadah includes history. It includes uh, some quotes from early leaders and, uh, and things to do in terms of worship and thanking God. So, especially during these times when schools ignore the true meaning of Thanksgiving and other holidays, this will be special for all ages. Invite family, friends, coworkers, and neighbors to your home. And make sure you have a Haggadah for each one of them. In order for everyone to feel involved, they all want to be part of the readings. So uh, just, and and you'll enjoy the Hanukkah one as well. In fact, the Hanukkah one has blessings and songs. You can kind of look on our website and see various uh, songs going so we can lead you in the music. With the words in the Haggadah, it's great. So our, our website is shoreshdavid.org, S-H-O-R-E-S-H. And you can purchase our 32-page Hagada by calling our office, 813-831-5673. And you can also download it for free from our website, uh, making copies for yourself. If you'd like to do it that way, uh, you still need to call Karen. She'll uh, email you the links. Now, they're $3 each if you want us to send you hard copies. That includes the shipping. But if you don't have the money, well, look, we'll send it to you out free. We just want you to have these Haggadahs. Um Call, and uh, I believe you and your family will be blessed. I pray that you'll have a great Thanksgiving filled with love of family and love of God. And if you're able to send us a financial uh, gift uh, at this time of the year, uh, that would be fantastic. It helps us stay on the air. Um, And so today, as we look at the parasha and hear what God is trying to say to us, remember the parasha is that portion of Scripture that Jews read all throughout the world. And this past weekend, the reading was Genesis 23, 1 to, uh, to 25, 18, 1 Kings 1, 1 to 31, and Matthew 1, 1 to 17. Now, when we read and study God's Word each week, we should see what God wants us to learn and how we can apply those things to our lives. So we're going to look at a portion of Genesis 24 and study what makes a strong, positive character in people. You know, where people trust you and they they think well of you. So let's go to verse start. We'll start with verse 2, Genesis 24. We know that Abraham is getting old and needs to find a wife for his son, right? Then it says in verse 2, Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who managed everything that belonged to him. Wow, so this shows us already that the servant is loyal, he's consistent, he's trustworthy and he's honest. And he says, "Now put your hand under my thigh so that I make make you take an oath by Adonai, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from among the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I am dwelling. On the contrary, to my land and to my relatives, you must go and get a wife for my son Isaac. So we see here that, Abraham is asking for obedience, uh, right? He's asking, uh, he's telling him about God, which is exciting. And look, trust comes from experience with people. And here we learn that Eliezer, who is Abraham's servant, he was the oldest. He was trusted in everything. So he had a great character, And that's seen over many years of loyalty, and that's why Abraham felt so strongly about Eliezer. Look, a definition for uh, this good character is that it is a consistent effort to do the right thing, even when you are alone. Now, Eliezer had an exceptionally good character, and Abraham knew it. Abraham realized that Eliezer would follow directions and do things as well as if Abraham did it himself. Do you know people who are like that? Isn't that a blessing? And do people know you in that way? That's something to think about, right? It is such a blessing when you can trust someone to do the right thing. Others are blessed when they can trust you to do the right thing, right? Okay, let's continue in Scripture. But the servant said to him, Well, suppose the woman were unwilling to follow me to this land. Should I then have your son go back to the land you came from? Here we see two excellent character traits, humility and requiring clarity in order to follow instructions correctly. We can tell that Eliezer was humble because he didn't assume that he could handle the situation without instruction. He asked questions because he wasn't qualified to know all the answers, and he asked questions so that everything was clear and he knew what he was responsible for. So in verse 6, Abraham said to him, see to it that you don't return my son there Adonai, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from my native land, and who spoke to me and made a pledge to me, saying, To your seed I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, and you will take a wife for my son from there. If the woman is not willing to follow after you, then you will be free from this oath of mine." Nevertheless, you must not return my son there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and he made a pledge to him concerning this matter. So Eliezer is teachable as Abraham instructs him about God. And how we need to have a personal relationship with him. He doesn't tell him that, but he shows his personal relationship with God. And so uh he further explains that this is not just his will, but this is God's will and that Eliezer is going to be carrying out. And so, however, this request is a difficult one. There are so many ways it could go wrong. What possibly uh could Eleazar do to make Things right. So there are a lot of possibilities for disaster here, right? But you see, people of good character can handle difficult situations and the pressures of life. And he not only had to find the right girl, but even though he was coming as a stranger, the girl had to be willing to leave her home and follow him, follow Eliezer. So any rate, Eliezer promises, he pledges that he would follow the instructions, and this is another great characteristic that he, one needs. Abraham believed that Eliezer's pledge was good. His yes is yes, his no is no. He trusted him. Verse 10, then the servant took ten of his master's camels and left with all the best of his master's things in his hand. Well, again, we see that Abraham trusted him, to be honest. Eleazar had much of Abraham's wealth on this trip, and he had to protect it. And Abraham also had to believe that Eliezer would not be tempted to steal it from him. He was going alone. Abraham's, uh, he could have started a new life with Abraham's wealth. But he was loyal, and he was honest, and he was trustworthy. Verse 11, then he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of the water at evening time the time for going out of drawing water. Adonai, the God of Abraham, my my master, he said, please make something happen before me today and show loyalty to Abraham, my master. So we don't know if Eliezer was a believer, but we see here that he understood the relationship between God and Abraham. He knew that part of his assignment required faith and prayer and faith and prayer, I believe are also important for character development. We have to know that we're relying on God, not ourselves. So further on, Eliezer says in verse 7, uh, 13 to God, look, I'm standing by the spring of water and the daughters of the men of the city are going out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please tip your jar so that I may drink and she will say, drink and I'll also water your camels. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant, Isaac. So by this I'll know that you have shown graciousness to my master. So certainly we see here that God, uh, good character, had to reflect a strong belief and trust in God. He asked God to do something very specific, and then he looks for the answer, and he sees, as we're going to read, that God answers his specific prayer. In verse 15, it says, Now before he had finished speaking, behold, there was Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, uh, Abraham's brother, going out with her jar on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very good-looking, a girl of marriageable age, and she was a virgin. She went down to the spring and filled her jar and came up Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please, let me sip a little water from your jar. So she said, Drink, my lord. And she quickly lowered her jar into her hand and gave him a drink. Now, when she finished giving him a drink, she said, I'll also draw water for your camels until they finish drinking. So she quickly poured out her jug into the trough ran back to the well to draw water, and drew water for all his camels, while the man continued to pay close attention to her, keeping silent in order to know whether or not Adonai had made his way successful. Well, of course, Eliezer learns that after years of service, that paying attention to the smallest details was important, in order to find an answer, in this case, an answer from God. In order to do this, he kept silent. So these, again, are important characteristics, keeping silent and being attentive to even small details. Look around, make sure you understand what's going on. So that's an important thing in order to understand people and also how to Hear God's Voice. Verse 22. Now after the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a nose ring of gold weighing a half a shekel and two bracelets on her hands weighing ten shekels of gold. Whose daughter are you? He said. Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She said to him, I'm the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milka, whom she bore to Nahor. She also said to him, There's both straw and plenty of feed with us, as well as a room to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and worshipped Adonai, and he said, Blessed be Adonai, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loyalty and his truth toward my master. As for me, Adonai has guided me in the way to the house of my master's brothers. So it's very important here to see that praise and thankfulness of the Lord is is critical. And so, again, this shows the character uh, of Eliezer, that he was willing to bless and thank the Lord. We discussed a lot of this last week when we talked about Thanksgiving. And he gives all the credit to the Lord. Then in verse 28, then young women ran and told her mother's house these things. And so uh, they have him come in. So in verse 32, so the man come, came to the house and he unloaded the camels and then in verse 33, food was placed before him to eat, but he said, I won't eat until I've stated my business. So another positive characteristic of Eliezer was he was direct and he kept his eyes on the prize, on the goal. So he said, speak. Then in verses 24 to 48, he recounts uh, all th- of what happened, who he was and and what has happened and how he came upon uh, Rebecca. So then in verse 49 it says so now if you're really going to show loyalty and truth to my master tell me but if not tell me and I'll turn to the right or to the left So we see again that he's direct and he's focused on the prize so to speak uh, Laban, Says the matter proceeds from Adonai. We cannot speak to you, uh, bad or good. Rebecca is before you. Take her and go. Okay. Then in verse 52, now when Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed down to the ground to Adonai. So there again, we see him thanking and giving the praise to the Lord. And then he gives, um, uh, Rebecca and the he gives the family uh, various garments and precious gifts uh, for the brothers and the mom, and uh, like he's supposed to, which Abraham said. And in verse 54, then they ate and drank, and he and his men uh, spent the night there. And when they arose, he said, send me off uh, to my master. But her brother... With her mother said, let the young woman stay a few days. Afterwards, she may go. Again, we see the focus of Eliezer. He knows exactly what he is to do to accomplish the task, and he's willing to do it. These are all tremendous uh, character traits that he has. But he said to them, Eliezer said to them, don't delay me since Adonai has made my way successful. Send me off so that I can go with my master. So they said, we'll call the young woman and let's ask her opinion. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, will you go with this man? She said, I will go. So moving on to verse 62, you know, they've taken the trip. And now Isaac had come from visiting uh, and was living in the land of Negev. Isaac went out to meditate, strolling in the field at, at dusk. Then he lifted up his eyes and saw, behold, camels were coming. Rebekah also lifted her eyes and saw Isaac. Then she fell off her camel. was kind of interesting, right? Verse 65, then she said to the servant, who is that man there who is walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, he's my master. So she took the veil and covered herself. Then the servant recounted to Isaac all the things that he had done. So you can imagine all that the servant had to say to Isaac, which shows you that he was a good communicator. He knew when to say just a little, and he knew when to say a lot. So as we look at the story, we see so many positive traits that Eliezer exhibited. Just as a quick review, let me recount some of these, um, these traits. And, and things that we should consider. First of all, he was a good communicator. He focused on the goal, did not allow distractions. He listened well. He kept silent at the appropriate times, paid close attention to details, exhibited faith by praying, praising and thanking God when in all situations, kept his promises, Handled the pressure and difficult situations. He was teachable. He was humble. He was loyal. He was obedient. He was honest and he was consistent. So I would ask you to consider rereading this passage that we've just gone over this week and let these positive character traits sink into your heart and mind because that's really what god would have us do he wants us to have not only his word in our heart and mind but he wants us to learn from and and apply the things that we've learned from his word into our daily life well as we close i just want to remind you this this week I'd love for you to get a Haggadah. Yes, we're charging three dollars for it, but if you don't have money, don't worry about it. We'll we'll give it to you free. We'll send it to you free. It's a thirty-two page booklet, not only with Thanksgiving but also Hanukkah, and it makes the holidays come alive and it gives more depth for your family. As and there are even games and coloring pages for the kids. So there's a lot of things. Uh, and, and it will help you uh, overcome what is the normal Thanksgiving where everybody, you know, says a quick thank you and a quick prayer and then you eat lots of food. But this is a time where you will enrich, uh, you, you will bond together better. You'll get, be enriched by the, the history and the different things you'll read. And it's short. I mean, it's probably if you do the whole thing, maybe 20 minutes but what it will do is it will also give you lots of things to talk about uh, during the meal and, and really focus on God. You know, just as Eliezer focused on what he was supposed to focus on, we're to focus on God. So uh, call our office, 813 831 5673. This would be a tremendous thing whether you uh, give money or not. Uh, We'd love for you to have it. We'd love for you to have one for each person around the table so everybody can be involved. Well, let me close with prayer. Father, I just thank you for all our listeners, and I pray that their first priority would be you, Lord and you would help them grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray all of this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.